Hello and welcome to this episode of the True Dat Podcast, the fifth quarter instant reaction to the shit show we're going to call the Philadelphia Eagles game. Uh, my name is Carlos. My name is Juan. And how you doing today, Juan? <laughs> Bad. This is just getting, this is getting bad, bro. This is becoming, as you put it earlier, a shit show. The season is becoming a shit show. But, like, and so uh, I met this guy at uh, B-Dubs here in Tampa, a uh, Saints fan. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, not from New Orleans, not even from, like, the Gulf Coast region, right? He's from uh, the West Coast. And he's a, he wears a Drewby's jersey, Saints fan, military guy. Um only spent a short time in New Orleans, has never actually been in the Dome for a Saints game. Uh, he's been to a couple of other Saints games, but never been in the Dome for a Saints game. So he's not even from New Orleans, Saints fan. Um, and just like, you know, they do just enough to get us back into the game and like give us hope. And then that's the end of it, right? Uh, so I joke that next week or on Thursday during the game, can we just change all the signs at the beginning of the game to say the fourth quarter and then just kind of go from there? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like we have to have that, you know, our backs to the wall for both sides to start playing urgent, you know, like, so yeah, let's start playing that like that in the first quarter. Yeah, exactly, and, and and yeah, the the turnovers hurt us, and and you know we can make excuses all day long, but so so let's get into the nitty gritty of it, right? I mean, first and foremost, I, I, I'm sure you saw my notes. Our defense is not elite. I'm sorry, it's just not. Uh, to me, an elite defense is an, is a defense that can control the game and that can. And yes, our offense isn't the great, and I'm not saying it's not. But to me, an elite defense, i.e. the Ravens defense of what 2000, whatever it was, uh, they they controlled the game. They 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 manufactured turnovers. They gave the the, the defense the offense short fields. Our defense is good, but it's not elite. No, I I totally agree with that. Our defense, I think our defense is like is really good. Mm-hmm. It, I'm not going to say it's an elite. It's not. It's. It, I don't think overall, um, it's a top five, top ten defense. But with a competent offense, if we're in the top fifteen, we're definitely a playoff team. But right now, the defense can't can't withstand that. No, it can't. It, 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 it to me, an elite defense doesn't give up forty points a game. No, and 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 uh, uh, to me, and, and like. We've talked about it, right? To me, I felt our defense was really, really, really good. Probably one of the best we've seen in a long time. We talked about it earlier in the season. And I just, I'm kind of starting to change that tune, right? This isn't a defense that tells the offense to give us 16 points. We're going to win the game. It's just not. Um, You don't give up 300 plus yards or 400 yards to Matt Ryan, to Daniel Jones, to, I can't think of the other one that, uh, Sam Darnold, right? And and, and yep. expect us to 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 be winners. It just it's not going to happen. Um, and I'm not putting this on the defense. This is not just the defense's fault. This this loss is all around special teams, offense, defense, coaching, uh, fans. Even though it was in Philly, um, the the ball boy, the the equipment manager, the bus driver, the plane driver. It just falls on everybody. Uh, this was the, a, a, a horrible uh, display of, of what uh, of what this team is. 
Were you able to hear the game? No, no huh? not at all. Thank so, God. the uh, at halftime. So when they came back from halftime, uh huh. Um, the whoever like the commentator, I know it was commentator and it was Schlereth and somebody Schlereth, else. So wherever the guy is with Schlereth, that guy said that Philly fans were leaving at half. They left at halftime. I could see that. You know. Which I just I just found interesting. The other thing that I found interesting, that, did you know that we had the second longest streak of holding teams under 30 points? I did not know that. Okay. So Obviously, that ended the, today. <laughs> that ended today, and our, our, our streak was 10 games, okay? Mm-hmm. And do you know who has the number one, and, and with that, the, how, what their total is? Of games under of holding opponents under thirty points, I have a feeling it's Philly, but <laughs> no. uh, my next choice is like Tennessee or, or or the Chargers or something stupid like that. No, it's Pittsburgh with forty games holding really? teams to under thirty. Yes, wow, that's almost, that's like two and a half seasons. That's incredible. Yeah, that's amazing. And we had the second with 10. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, di- I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, that was an interesting stat that they that they threw out there. So so the guy that, that obviously I was sitting there watching the game with, he, he brought up an interesting point. I put it in the notes about Philly having our number. Do you think that when Philly sees us on the schedule – it's the same feeling the Saints get when they see the Bucks on the schedule. Like, ah, we got this. We know that we, we know we know their keys. We we got this one. I think I, I think you would have to after the last two uh, seasons, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we've actually held them in check prior to the last two games. Yeah, but the last two games, I mean, only times I mean, we've given up a hundred yard rusher, which was two of them last year, uh, in like five seasons. Yes. No, I, and I that's the thing and that's just historically with our team, with our defense is and I put it I put it in the notes that I mean we just don't play well against a running quarterback. I mean, I know we only face, you know, we only face Philly twice mm-hmm. over the last few seasons, but whenever we have a running quarterback or a mobile quarterback. I mean, we did well against like, Tom Brady. He's considered mobile, isn't he? Well, yeah, you know, he runs a 5-8. And that's five no. days, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it just—I mean, like I knew, I knew our defense was going to have trouble today. Yeah. Just from the get. From, from and the we didn't—we didn't, we didn't blitz, that. right? I mean, it was—it was, it was no. rare the time that we blitzed in this game because of the fact that obviously the danger that comes with it. We played a contained line. The problem was that we, uh, with playing a contained line, we let him have time and he was able to find open receivers. But more importantly, what, three rushing touchdowns in this game for him? Yes. yes. Not good. Not not a good recipe for, for us to try to uh, win a game. No, not, not, not at all. I mean, and just... I mean, just looking back, just like looking, thinking back of like the plays when... When he he's scrambling around, man, our defensive line is just like flailing, trying to get something going. It's just like that is just not good. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, no, it was it was. It, uh, Michael Jenkins, uh, Dallas got his first two receptions, which were big receptions on on Michael Jenkins. Um, mm-hmm. Thoughts on that? 
I mean, it. I mean, honestly, it's a mismatch. Absolutely. I mean, he's not. He's not that player. I mean, while he was out there, but again, I mean, who are you going to put him? Who's going to? Who are you going to put up against Goddard? Williams. You know, are you going to put Dick Williams? I mean, I he mean, made a he, so Williams made a damn good recovery coming from the other side of the field uh, to block that to to to, to defend that pass where yes. uh, Sanders was wide open. Oh yes, you know, um, I mean, he had three incredible defensive plays today. Three plays today, he it was incredible. But, but yeah, like like Malcolm Jenkins, I mean. Like that's not his forte no. to be up on the line on a tight end. I mean, I think I think you need to have him play back, you know, and help on the coverage. But they, yeah, that was a mismatch. But I mean, who else are you going to put on? I mean, you can't put uh, Demario Davis. I mean, did you notice no. Demario Davis? He was just spying. That's all he did today was spy, and it didn't work. Yeah, no, it, it was it was it was not the best thing to do. I, honestly, I think Quan would have been a better spy. Um, but it just all around we had no answers for that offense, Mm-mm. and and our offense didn't have. I'm not going to say their defense played exceptional. I I have in the notes here. Uh, this is the first game where Trevor Simeon probably showed his inability to be a a good quarterback. But like I look at it, and the guy maybe had two seconds in the pocket half the time. Yeah, that the, I mean. It, when when Ruiz and, and McCoy are your only guys left from your starting offensive line, right? And and I and I put in here you put in here that Ruiz is playing real bad and he is, right? And and, and part of that is then he's in the second year and we 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 had him at guard and then we're moving to center and then we put him back at guard. But there was one play like I, I want to say it was in the second quarter where I know Ruiz is gonna get the blame on it. But McCoy shifts to the left, and the linebacker just comes in wide open, right? No, and, no, no. And, that was Ruiz. No. No, no. no. McCoy was that, at center. Yes, Ruiz was at guard. Yeah. McCoy was at center, and McCoy, McCoy cheated to the left rather than to the right. Yes. And but, I don't know what that call is, and I'm guessing the call is for McCoy to cheat to the left because of the fact that Throtmorton, no, it's not even Throtmorton over. Yeah, it is Throtmorton over on that side, who's the rookie or the undrafted free agent, whatever he is. Mm-hmm. And Ruiz is supposed to pick that up. But there was not much on that side. You, you know you know what I'm saying? And it was yeah, like a yeah. three-man blitz, and we let a guy come through. And that, to me, just doesn't make sense. And and, and I, I'm not saying it was McCoy. I'm not saying it was Ruiz. But one of the two messed that up. I mean, looking at it, you know, for, like, looking at it and then looking at the replay, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that your right tackle, he has, like, inside leverage moving the guy outside, and Ruiz just goes over there just to give him the push. Right. You know, like, he, there was no need for him. I think, it, it, to me, it's on Ruiz because he took that that shot, which let the guy, let the linebacker come in through the A-gap. You know, to me, that, that just what seemed... Like that was the, the yeah, error there. Yeah. And honestly, we don't know what the defensive protection line was. We're making an assumption here. And to me, I don't know. I I also I, I think McCoy deserves part of the blame, right? He needs to again, it's tough to say, right? I don't I don't know what their call was on that, but it just to me it seemed like McCoy was cheating to a side that he didn't need to cheat on. 
But yeah, e- either just, way, they were they were our only two starters from from the line, and, and obviously that was a big factor in this, right? It's Simeon didn't have a lot of time to do anything, and 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 like I, I put in my I put it here, like you talked last week where you know I, you asked me about Simeon, I still think Simeon should be the starter, and I, and I continue to think that even after today's game, I think Simeon should be the starter. I don't believe that Hill being in there today makes a difference, and that we win the game with Hill in there. I just don't. No, I mean, right now, honestly, like my thinking now is, and my belief is, we're not winning with any quarterback that we have on our, on our locker room. Not at all. Solely, solely because we just don't have the, the, the. We don't have the weapons to like make that possible to win. No, we don't. When when Troutman is your number one option or Ingram is your number one option, that 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 to me is no options. Yes, no, and, yeah, and, you're... And, and and I will say, there was one play in the second quarter where Stills was wide open. I mean, like simple backyard pitch and catch, and he threw it to Callaway instead. But mm-hmm. like I look back at the replay of it and. It's not like Simeon had a bunch of time to survey the field, right? It was just it was it was a split second decision. It was the wrong decision. Um, Stills was probably good. it was a third down play. Still was probably good for 20, 30 yards on that play. But I also don't I don't think that Hill makes that play either. Yeah, no. I mean, it's just we're offensively right now. We are just a bad team offensively. We are like absolutely. Like, it has to be, like, what are your first two options? If that's not there, just throw it away. I mean, my mm-hmm. biggest issue with, with with Trevor today is he threw four balls into triple coverage today. Absolutely. Four. And, and he threw the pick six. It, it, but here's the thing, right? It's not like the pick six. You could argue, like, last week it was, you know, the turnover and that bad call that made the difference in the game. Yes, I, I don't think that the inter, the two interceptions were the difference in the game today. I really don't. I just they were a catalyst to where we were, but I, a defense couldn't stop them. It was just no. We're just gonna run here. We're gonna run there, and and we're gonna throw to this guy. We're gonna throw to that guy. I, I, I think we made the adjustments that we needed to make defensively in the coming out into the third quarter, mm-hmm. which worked, but it was but too late. At that, but that yeah, and that's sad when you come in into the third quarter and it's too late. Yeah. Uh so you have in the notes. Uh so well, we'll talk about Troutman's redemption you wrote in here. Yeah, I just put that just because I mean that man balled out his today. best game of the season today. Absolutely. Yes, oh yeah. Made a, it, it that was the thing, right? Like I was talking to the guy, like, you know, that touchdown catch, not an easy catch. A catch yeah. a lot of players miss. And then there was another catch later where he gets in in double coverage and gets hit. But yet, yes. two weeks ago, wide open on a third down play, drops the fucking ball. So yes. it, it's it's frustrating, right? Because like, okay, obviously we know you can make the catches that need to be made. So what was the reason for you not making the, the pivotal plays two weeks ago? Yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing. I mean, it's, I mean... Like I, I just hope we don't have. This is not what we're expecting from him now. You know that he's gonna 
just show up. I think it's something it's something in between, right? You, you're going to have drop passes as part of the league. I mean, yeah. Devontae Adams drops passes. Michael Thomas drops passes. But it shouldn't be the norm. It shouldn't be like, ah, oh, okay, he caught it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you put in here running back, running quarterbacks are these kryptonite. Yes. I mean, I mean, I just look at it historically of in the last four, five years. Every time we've played a mobile quarterback, it's just not like that's just not our forte. No, like I, 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 I would take that as a loss on our defense. Mm-hmm. Whenever we come, whenever, and if we come, if we get the win, okay, you know it's it's a plus. But I'm expecting a loss, and it, and it's just like I just don't know what it is about our personnel that just plays bad against a mobile quarterback. It's it's Dennis Allen's defense, right? I mean, Dennis Allen's defense to me is is contingent it works contingent on the ability to blitz and on a running quarterback in particular Jalen Hurts which it's weird to say that if you blitz him he's going to get out of the pocket so all you're doing is giving him more time and and where I think he differs from say a Lamar Jackson or we were talking you know I was talking to the guy today Michael Vick was a better runner right he he was a better downfield runner than Jalen Hurts is but Jalen Hurts is a better passer and yes. and that's what makes him very lethal in in what he does so it's almost like we're playing a contain type of defense rather than trying to get to him we weren't trying to get to him we were just trying to contain him in the pocket uh the yeah. problem is when they're running RPOs that doesn't work very well and that's where i think we 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 struggled with that yeah it's I mean, I, I just like the one play where I think we were starting to get it is that incomplete pass he throws. He's he's scrambling to the left, mm-hmm. and Cam is going after him. But Cam decides instead of going at him, he's just going to run to the sideline with him. Mm-hmm. And I thought that play right there was could be a turning point of how we can kind of neutralize him now. Yeah. And it's not that you have to attack him, mm-hmm. you know, is that you have to l- minimize the space that he has and use that sideline as, you know, as that extra defender. But right. in the end, yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we didn't. We didn't do a very good job of containing him. And that was, that no. was just uh, piss poor execution. Um, but, okay, so... In watching this game, like going into the game, it's like this is Philly. They're a four and six team. How how are we? But like I watched this Philly team, right? And and I watched the game, and are me we may be witnessing a Philly turnaround in their season, and this kind of propels them. And it, it started last week. Now it is. It's not like an us thing, but it is start <coughs> next week where this kind of propels them to a four or five game win streak. Oh, almost oh, definitely. But is it, is Philly? I guess what I'm trying to say is, is Philly better than who we think they are? I think they are now. But again, Philly, like over the last what five weeks, they've had injuries themselves. Yeah, yeah, they have. You know, so I think they're getting that back. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, this could be a. I mean, honestly, if they play offensively the way they play today, and 
their wide receivers make plays. Other than Goddard, their wide receivers need to make plays. They do. Uh, yeah. Devontae Smith it didn't do too bad. Uh, he had no. a couple plays where he got free, and 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 this just in uh, the Chiefs just beat the Cowboys. So that's a final. Nice. Um, wow, it was a I weird mean, day in football today, though, right? I mean, like like Houston beats the Titans, who had just come off of wins against the Rams and against us. The Packers yeah. lose to the Vikings in a what started off as a lopsided game. The Jets kept it close. The tight the, the the Washington football team beat the Panthers. Was it just like one of those days where and and, and I'm not classifying us as a good team, but it was just like, you know, the good teams lose to the bad teams? Yeah. I mean I think yeah. I mean the Seahawks I mean, are it, it, it not that the Seahawks are that great, but I mean Cardinals have a 10-point lead on them with a minute left in the game. I mean, is it just one of those Sundays? Then you chalk it up as one of those and kind of go from there. But but you were talking about Philly. Sorry. No, yeah, this uh, – oh, no, no, no. What I'm saying is like, yeah, I mean, Philly right now looks – They're on I a mean, streak. I mean, they just are getting a streak of runs. Yeah, it's – you know, it, it could be a changing in that division. Yeah, they lost to the Chargers I mean, in a close game. Um, but – in, in in a division over the last three seasons, nobody wants to win it, you know. Right, 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 right. And you know, leading up to this, they got the at the Giants, at the Jets, Washington Giants, Washington, and then at the Cowboys. I mean, who's to say they don't go on a? They should beat the Giants. They should beat the Jets. They should beat Washington. They should beat the Giants, and they should beat Washington. What? How does that happen? Five of their yeah. next opponents are two teams. <laughs> They play the Giants three weeks apart, and they play the 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 Washington Football Team two weeks apart. Um, so I mean, I, and that's that's the other part, right? I, I don't want to, as a Saints fan, I don't want to be discouraged, and I want to kind of look at it as, look, our season's done. Let let's be clear there, right? But like, you know, we went into this game with no Camara. We we were down three offensive linemen, so we have three backups in there. Uh, we still don't have a good wide receiving core. With CJGJ still down on on the defensive side of the ball. So I, I'm trying to, to keep positive in this and that, you know, maybe this isn't the Philly team we thought we would be facing, right? This is a good Philly team, and, and that maybe that's why we lost. But then I look back to the last two weeks, and I see how we did against Tennessee, who was a really good team, and, and we kind of started off slow but came back and made it a, a game, and it's a game we could have won against Atlanta, who's a shit team. It's a game we could have won, but it's, is it going to be one of those seasons of what it could have been rather than what it is? When we started yeah. the season, it seemed like, I guess for the first seven weeks, it was a, wow, this is a team that is making things happen. And over the last three weeks, it's become a, it, what it could have been type of thing. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, no. And <clears throat> one thing I didn't put in the notes and kind of going with kind of like, you know, going off of what you're talking about right now, but I was thinking about it earlier. I mean, does this kind of open the door to bring Jameis back? Like, Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're, they're, to me, they're, they're, to me, other than the, uh, the, the, okay, let me, let me, let me get this wording out properly. Unless we're able to bring in an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, Jameis Winston will be the starting quarterback next year. Yeah. There is no quote unquote free agent. There's no Kirk Cousins. There's no rookie. There's nothing other than 
Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or yet to be determined quarterback that some that that is a superstar that somebody doesn't want anymore that will replace Jameis Winston as the starting quarterback for us next year. And I have a feeling it's going to be something in the neighborhood of a three to four year contract with about twenty million a year that what they're going to look to sign that with that quarterback for, or to sign Jameis for. Yeah, that's because I was because I was talking to Crystal about it and like she like she asked me, do you think we bring James Banks? Like we have to bring him back. Yeah, you know it's it, it's it's now that you're seeing that he. Like these these losses we've had these last three weeks with Jameis, these are wins. Possibly, and and, I, and the reason why, and like she said, well, why do you think so? It's like because, and I told her because he could take those wide receivers and ele- elevate them. He may he can make them better with the way he throws. And I told her. The one thing I don't, I don't like about Trevor is his throws are just they're like they're soft. There's like no zip to his throw. No, there's not. There isn't. There is He's a finesse thrower. And like so, I was talking to to the guy, and you know he he was asking me about like a reader of the receivers and this and that. And I said, well, we as Saints fans are spoiled, right? We 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 followed Drew Brees for so many years. And we all talk about throwing a receiver open, right? Like, you know, the quarterback's got to throw the receiver open. And we all talk about it like it's it's the simple thing that you can learn. And it's not, right? It's it's something that some quarterbacks have it, some quarterbacks don't. And Drew Brees was one of those that did. Uh, Trivia Simeon doesn't have that. Jameis Winston, I don't know that he has that. So in today's game, honestly, the way we play today... I don't think Jameis Winston makes a difference. I think we still lose today with Jameis Winston. Now, could there have been a different attitude going into the game? Sure. Do I think that losing the last two weeks affected how we play today? Sure. But I don't know that Jameis would have won us today. I think Jameis would have won us last week and the week before that. I don't know that Jameis Winston wins this game today. Honestly, I don't know that Drew Brees wins the game today the way we played. Yeah, this this honestly is one of those historic Drew Brees games where, like, we're closer into this game. Like, we're down four maybe, mm-hmm. and he's driving down, and there's that interception, you know. Yeah, to kind exactly. Of just, uh, that's what this game was. Yeah. But this was just, you know, for the most part, just a blowout throughout the whole game. That Correct. We didn't get that that heartbreaking feeling, which I'm okay with. So a lot of the talk this week uh, on the national media, and and I'm going (coughs) to shift away from the Saints for a second, was Cam Newton and how Cam Newton makes the Panthers a playoff team. Obviously, they lost to the Washington football team today. Yes. And whatever. Cam Newton can kiss my motherfucking ass. And I got to throw in that curse word just to make sure this thing comes off as explicit. Um... (laughs) Given what you saw there, given what, are we still a playoff team? No, no. We you don't even no, think no. we can back ourselves into the playoffs. No. Let's say we win the next two weeks. If we win the next two, I mean, if we win the next two, and thinking of the like the last five. Hmm. <sighs> 
I mean, that would put us at what nine and okay, maybe nine and eight gets us in, but you know, you've got look at Philly. Philly now is the seventh, uh, the seventh seed team mm-hmm. going in, mm-hmm. and they're streaking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who else? I mean, you got you know Minnesota won today. They're starting to get it going, you know, and they have a good they have a good you know uh, schedule up up against them. I mean, I don't think their schedule is that much that difficult coming up. No, it's not. So that's a team that's a team that they they could streak into the playoffs. You know, it's just I think we have too many issues to back into the injuries. You mean? Yes. You know, there's too there's too many offensive issues that we have that would allow us to back into the playoffs right now. So I was having this conversation today and then I want to get your thoughts on it. Like there's a part of me, right? And and it, it can't happen. This defense is good. This defense isn't elite, but this defense is good. But I look at the offense and there's a lot of issues there. And there's a part of me that says, you know what? This is the cap finally catching up to us. And there's a part of me that says, you know what, just blow this team up and start from scratch. Take another year to fix your, your salary cap issues and then come back the following year and, and, and do. So we're talking 2022, you take your cap hits, do what you need to do, pick, get some draft picks, get whatever, and then come back in 2023. Realistically speaking, that's not that that's not going to happen, right? It, this isn't the where you take a year off to kind of you know lick your wounds and then come back. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. But like... Have we reached a point where the cap finally caught up to us, and and this is the byproduct of that? In that, you know, we can't go after Rodgers, we can't go after Wilson, we can't, we can't trade Michael Thomas, we can't trade Lattimore, we can't trade uh, Ramchek, we can't trade Pete, we can't trade, you know, we can't do a lot of things. But yet, we're thirty million over the cap going into next year. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. I, I think at some point it was going to you know, catch up to us. And we were always able to, again, because we had Drew Brees, to kind of win throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping that this season we could win with Janus and kind of continue that and kind of get us through over the next two years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we need to do that yet. Just because, like, in my heart, if, if James can come back and not be a liability next year because of the knee, mm-hmm. uh, I I think we're a winning team. We're a playoff team with the possibility of going to possibly making the championship game, you know, the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's if we have Michael Thomas, if we have – you know, uh, Kamara healthy. Yeah. Uh, we're we have that ability, so I don't think it's. I I think the, the front office will continue to do what they're doing just because it has to. Um, but to blow this up, I mean, we we can't do that. It just it's it'll screw us over for like instead of two years, it'll probably be like three to four years. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, why would you want to do that? You know, it's just, it, it doesn't make sense when you like right now, honestly, we're a quarterback away from being a playoff team. We're a quarterback and getting healthy from being a contending team. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And again, I don't think that, that we, we can't do that, right? You, you can't 
blow up a team. Um, but like, and and I agree with you, right? We're we're a piece here and a piece there. But how long before? How how many years can we say we're a piece here and a piece there before this doesn't work anymore? Right. And we've been saying we're a piece there, a piece here and a piece there for the better part of five or six years now. <laughs> Probably even longer than that. Well, really. <laughs> true, true. But I, I'm trying to be a little optimistic here. And and we keep yeah. saying that, you know, we're, you know, this player or that, you know, and for the longest time was on the defensive side. You know, we need a better quarterback, a cornerback. We need a better linebacker. We need a better defensive line. And now we're saying, okay, we need a better quarterback, and then we need a better wide receiver, and we need a better this, and we need a better that. And at what point does the better become, okay, This none of this is working anymore? Well, I mean, okay, now that you said that, okay, so I'm in my, in my mind I'm rattling through, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, let's just go back to, like, the Minneapolis miracle, right? Okay. Okay. I'd rather I not, mean, but okay. We, but what were we, like, what did we need – to get us over the hump that year. Defensive line. Defensive line. And corner. We got that. Defensive line and corner. Uh-huh. Yeah, we needed, we needed another corner. Uh-huh. I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the next year, you got the no call. What we needed need better. <laughs> we needed Tom Brady to be able to pay off the referees to get the call that we needed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, like, so, so going back to, like, no, like but, but honestly, that year, um, honestly, we needed better running, um, which which we didn't have, right? It was uh, that year. Remember, if, if you remember that sequence of plays on first down, we threw a slant to Michael Thomas because we, we didn't have the confidence to run, to be able to run the ball and be productive on it, right? We manufactured our, that year, our, the slants to Michael Thomas were essentially our running plays. So when that yeah. didn't work, that stopped the clock, and that put us in the predicament that we were in. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, but I think each year we kind of like either through the draft. Yeah, we that, that year we went through. out and got McCoy, and the following year we got Ruiz. Or actually, I guess technically it was Ruiz that we went and got after that. Um, so we've done the things to fill in that gap. Except for the one crucial piece, which was quarterback. Yes. And here we are. But you could argue that, you know, like I, like I was talking to this guy and we were talking about the draft. And I, I sit here and I, I think of, okay, we, we honestly, we're, we're, we're suffering at the wide receiver position, right? And we just let Kevin White go and thinking about our, our wide receiver options. We didn't draft the wide receiver this year. But then it's like... Yeah. Was it a fact that the one thing that Loomis and and Peyton have not done is reach for a player, right? They, they've never gone like and reached for receivers or running backs or what have you. One yeah. could argue that they paid a little too much for Troutman, but I don't think it was that they reached for him. Troutman went where he was supposed to go. We just gave up a good bit to be able to get that pick, right? Yeah. Um, a Camara was a third rounder. Colston was a seventh rounder. You know, so so we've kind of gotten what what's fallen to us, and and I think that the wide receiver situation this year is nothing fell to us at a value that we thought was a good value for us. But conversely, I also feel like back in April, the Saints felt like Michael Thomas, Traquan Smith, Callaway, Troutman. 
we have the talent there to to be okay at the wide receiver position. Mm-hmm. Without you know, again, you couldn't you couldn't, and I'm and I'm putting this in quotes. You couldn't have predicted that that the Michael Thomas situation. I, I don't think anybody expected that to happen. Um, I think if Michael Thomas is healthy, we, we're looking at the wide receiver position differently than where we are today. Oh no, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, the blowing up thing—it just—it's something that crossed my mind. It's something I was thinking of. Again, not something we can or would do. It's just—it crossed my mind, right? It's at what point do you blow up this team? Um, I mean, I think, I think, I think it's more. It would be more of an option. If Jameis was still the quarterback and mm-hmm. we were three and seven right now. Yeah. Okay. Then, mm-hmm. then you do. Right. You know, but with him, you were what? Five and two. Yep. Yep. No, I, I agree. I agree. Overall, uh, uh, disappointing loss today. And, and I use the term disappointing loosely. Uh, because honestly, to me, the, the Atlanta loss was more disappointing than this one. Uh, I still think that we're possibly catching the Eagles at at, at the right time and their at at their right time, and that's kind of affecting us. Um, the Tennessee game disappointing, but not not to the level that, as this one was. I, I still think the Atlanta one was more though. Um, there's a part of me like before the game, like I was watching the first quarter of the game, and I'm like, God, this, this these next few Thursdays are really gonna suck. They really are. And then, yeah. like, I see Indianapolis beat the shit out of Buffalo. And I see Kansas City beating Dallas. And I'm like, okay, so what do those teams have that we don't have? I mean, honestly, I think we're better than than Indianapolis. And they just beat Buffalo. So it gives us a chance. Maybe it's a false hope, right? But, but it gives us a chance. No, we're not better than Kansas City, but... We're not horrible either, so it gives us a chance there, and that's kind of where we're at, right? It's it's we're not there, but we have a chance to be in these games, and if we have a chance, I don't know. I, I just I don't know what to think of the next two weeks. I think just as easily yeah. as I can make an argument that we go two and zero, oh, we I can make an easily argument that we're zero oh and two or one and one. Yeah, you know, if I'm have to disagree on that, man. I I cannot make an argument for us going. Two and over the next two weeks. But okay, so you say that, but Buffalo just lost to Jacksonville nine six last week. Yes, and, and Dallas lost- just got crushed by Denver two weeks ago. Yes. So how can you not make an argument that we can go two and zero? Right. I mean, do I think it's going to happen? Okay. No, but I could argue it. <laughs> okay, I I, I would tell you. Why? Okay. Okay. And I know I'm beating this horse down, but the biggest difference is they're both of those teams' defenses are way, especially the secondaries, are way better than our wide receivers. And we cannot dink and dunk on those teams over the next two weeks and think we can win. It's just it's just not a possibility. But with Kamara healthy. With okay, with Kamara healthy, if I'm Buffalo's defensive coordinator, I am doing everything to stop him. Trevor, you beat me with these wide receivers. I get it, but that's easier said than done, right? I mean, oh yeah, oh absolutely, absolutely. 
I mean, look at look at uh, Buffalo today. Look, look at the shellacking they took today. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan uh, Taylor went off for three touchdowns and 120 yards. Three. He had five. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's what I'm sorry. Five touchdowns. Uh, and you want to okay? Just off of this, just real quick. I had him on my fan duel today. I had him and uh, Adams uh-huh. in my lineup. When I hit send, it hit twelve o'clock and it didn't lock in. Dumbass. Dumbass. <laughs> oh my god! Did you use my referral code for for FanDuel? I thought I did. I don't know if you did or not. I don't. I don't even. I don't even know why FanDuel did today. So, uh, I, I all I know is 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 Randy's going to be a very difficult team to beat this year. So, uh, but anyway. Uh, okay. So we're at. <laughs> we're at this isn't a, a fantasy football podcast. That that's the one no, no, for tomorrow not. that I'm recording. Um. So. We're at 40 minutes, so final thoughts on today's game. Um, I, I mean, I, I can say it was a dis- it's a disheartening loss, but, I mean, honestly, like I told you earlier, I went into this game knowing our defense wasn't able to stop them. Um, I wasn't hopeful for our offense, so I kind of took this. I knew this was going to be a loss for us. Yeah. So I just went with the, I, I just went with the punches. Um, the thing that did, did bother me is that how good we came out in the third quarter. Yeah. Um, for about we had we had like four good series in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wish we could you know do that at the beginning of the game. You know. But that's been our story the last two weeks. That that's pretty much been like historically our our, yeah. our offense off season really. Yeah. Yeah. No. It 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 was it was a disappointing loss. Um. Obviously, still a still a, still a Houdat fan, and and that's never gonna ha- that's never gonna change. Um, looking forward to the next two weeks, see what happens. I, I there's there's a a stinking suspension suspicion within me that just feels like I don't know the next two weeks. I, I think it's just gonna be different. I don't know why I feel that way. Uh, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll but, see. Uh, we'll see. But that's all we have. So uh, thank you for listening to to this episode and. Uh, Anything last you want to say? Have a good one and uh, don't be a Wisconsin prosecutor. <laughs> <laughs>